Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Melanie, I know when you're doing the news, more and more we're hearing stories of frauds and scams. Yes. And uh, our community is not impervious to this. No, definitely not. It is uh, a variety of different scams and ways that people are doing it. And it and I think with technology, it gets trickier and trickier. And lucky we do have today uh, Constable Trevor McKean joining us to tell us a little bit about the scams that are going on in our region. Good morning, and thanks for having me. Trevor, is it just my impression, but it seems like these frauds are on the rise. There's more and more people are becoming victims. So, yes, we're, we're hearing about them more and more often. Um, and we have to remember that fraud is probably one of the most underreported crimes. Mm-hmm. About 5% of all frauds are, or scams is are reported. Is that because people are embarrassed that they got duped? I believe that's mm-hmm. exactly the reason. Yeah, they don't want to admit that something happened to them. But the problem, if you don't, if you don't put it out there then folks like you don't know to start looking for it. That, that's absolutely true. And, and so I'm, I'm new to the community safety role in, in, at the Collingwood office. And part of, my, part of what I want to accomplish is crime prevention. Mm-hmm. So I've developed a, a presentation. I've delivered it to a number of community groups over the last year. And it's about how to be aware and how to prevent yourself from, become, from becoming a victim of these scams or frauds. So what type of scams are more prevalent or I guess the ones that you're discussing more so uh, in our area? So there's, there's a number of them mm-hmm. and, and because of times I think we should focus on some of the, the more common ones. Yes. There's door-to-door or the mortgage scam is, is happening. We're hearing a lot about this now. We're, yeah. They're selling homes that they don't even own. That's true. And there was an article in the Toronto newspaper just about a, somebody whose condo was sold out from underneath them. But that has happened in this community as well. Wow. So they're, it, it's a very elaborate fraud, mm-hmm. and it's a network of, of organized people who it's, uh, that are, are, it starts with a door-to-door. They come probably offering a water water heater or water right. softener or some kind of an appliance and then and then there's a follow up to it and the the follow up is often hey we can get you out of your out of this this contract you're right. in just need to sign these documents and what then be known to them they're signing a mortgage document uh. and and it it's a registered mortgage against their home and some often these people don't have mortgages and right. and they have they sometimes fall prey and they now they don't own their home anymore Wow. So th- these are very organized professionals at doing this. Absolutely, they are. Wow. And it's happening all over the province and, I dare I say, the country. Well, we're hearing more, and, and uh, I've reported on it numerous times, is that grandparent scam uh, where, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. prying on the heartstrings. Yeah, they, they really do. And, and it's – so the grandparent scam happens has happened a number of times in, in our community, and people will receive a – a phone call, unsolicited phone call, and the person's crying on the other end. And 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 all that the scammers need is you to throw a name out, and right. then they're going to acknowledge it. So, um, and a lot of times we're finding it's it's grandparents. That's why it's mm-hmm. called the grandparent scam. So they hear they hear somebody crying on the end, on the other end of the phone, and then they will they'll say, oh, is that Johnny? Right. Yeah, Grandma, it's me. And then and then the the phone is often handed to somebody else who pretends or, to or be that reports themselves to be a police officer ah. and is asking for bail money. Um, so the, the important thing to know in Canada is that our bail system is very different than, than what you see on TV in the, in the U.S. Right. Bail in Canada, s- Section 515, Sub 2, 
C of the criminal code says bail is without deposit. That means you don't have to send money. You just have to say you're good for it. I'm good for it. And if you're going to do that, you would actually have to attend court Mm -hmm. and you would have to sign the documents in front of the judge. Ooh, good to know. Yeah. That's excellent. So you can't solve the issue by sending a credit card or... Yeah. Yeah. Or gift cards. Or gift cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Gift cards is a way that they're trying to get people to pay uh, for certain things as well. Actually, a member of my family was scammed by this. What happened was the individual made them feel very uh, bad for them, like they were going to lose their job because they lost this money. And then, you know, it's like, oh, let me help you not lose your job. You know, so it's they can be very convincing. Yeah, they, they are. And like I said, it's it's not – they're very intelligent. The people that are mm-hmm. doing this are, are, are intelligent and they know how to how these things work and what's going to work. And they continue to do them because they're successful. What mm. are things that we should be watching for? So you should be looking for uh, people – the high pressure, you know, asking mm-hmm. you to do something, uh, to sign a contract or send money right away, send it. Uh, and this goes for most of the most of the scams that we deal with. They don't take no for an answer, right? And uh, they or they want you to sign a contract right away. Yeah, those those are red flags for us. Um, they're asking for money very quickly. Uh, the romance scam uh, is another one where they're asking f- they're very quickly into this relationship. They're asking for money. There's there's a whole bunch of red flags that should go up. That's one of the things mm-hmm. I speak about in my in this presentation that I deliver. Um, and people who are in the romance scam, uh, a lot of times they don't want to believe that an individual would be able to not have the same relationship that they're feeling. Uh, I actually had this when I worked in travel where someone came in and they were wanting to book uh, a trip and for a person to come home. And uh, I, I just knew right away, I was like, this is a, they're being scammed. And I, I, they were saying, he wants me to send the money, but I'm just going to book the ticket. I ended up booking the ticket for them. So it was refundable. She came back the next day and was like, he's very angry with me that I, <laughs> didn't I didn't send just the send him the money. Wow. And he I didn't booked get, the ticket. Because he didn't get the money. That's, exactly. The, and that was very good. Like, I mean, the banks now have people sign a, a, a form that mm-hmm. informs them that this is how scams are are sometimes perpetrated. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so that's that's a nice start. Nice. Uh, it it also in, in it there's a release of liability for them for because the they now they've warned yeah. you that yes. that you could be <laughs> a victim of a fraud. We can't be held responsible for yes. it. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's the the people that are committing these these scams and these frauds, they they're often part of a large network mm-hmm. and you know the money doesn't stay in Canada. Mm-hmm. It'll. It might go to can- a bank account in Canada, but then it's often, it's somewhere in in Africa sure. or or the Middle East, where we're not going to be able to trace it. Where we can't it trace it. Them. Absolutely. If we feel like we have been scammed, if we feel like someone just called and that seems suspicious, what would you recommend that uh, that we do? So you, you certainly can call the the um, the police of jurisdiction, but so locally that would be the OPP at, mm-hmm. at our at our toll-free number, which is 888-310-1122, or the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center at 1-888-495-8501, and report those things. If you have sent money, Mm -hmm. certainly it it is important to send to notify the police right? so that we can start an investigation. We have, there are sometimes when we have success in in intercepting the money that is being sent or... And and those 
don't happen all the time, but it has happened it's a couple. The try. It has happened a couple times in my career, and we we had a twenty five thousand dollars return to a woman locally who had mm. sent cash in an envelope to an address in British Columbia. If, uh, as Mel said, you feel like you've been uh, you've been duped, or you're in the process, and you you're, you you can tell. What things, what information should we get? How should we do it to make your job easier in finding these perpetrators and shutting them down? So first, the best prevention is, is key. Right. So if, if you think you're being scammed, don't be afraid to be, you're not being rude. If somebody shows up at your, your home or they make an unsolicited call, right. hang up the phone, close the door. Yeah. If they refuse to leave, call the police. Right. Um, there are officers in, that will come and escape, escort the person from your property. We'll find out their name and, and where they live <laughs> if, if we find them on the property. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, make that phone call, uh, you know, disengage. Make that phone call. Absolutely. And maybe peek out the window, see if you can see a license plate on a car. <laughs> that does help. Yes. Yeah. If, but, but the door-to-doors that we often yeah. see them walking. They're walking. They're walking. Yeah, absolutely. Trevor, you talked about uh, these programs that you do, the educational outreach that you do in, in to many of this, uh, some of the social groups and, and service groups. Uh, do you, can, can someone invite you to their group to, to come and have you do a little lecture on it? Absolutely. I would, I would, I, I would encourage the public to, to ask to contact me and ask for that. And although I, my, my job is, is pretty static and it's, it's mm-hmm. a day job. Sure. Um, but I will, I will very easily adjust my schedule. If it's, it's a group that meets in the evening, or I know morning, some or, yeah. service clubs yeah. or whatever, I can adjust my, I can adjust my schedule okay. to, to meet with those groups, give the presentation so that we can do more of this crime prevention. Fantastic. Trevor, if folks want to reach out to you, best way to do that. You can email me at my work email. It's trevor.mckean, M-C-K-E-A-N, at opp.ca. Or you can call the Collingwood Detachment leave a message for me. Constable McGean, a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for being here, and thanks for protecting our community. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak.